welcome to Culture Cult, where we are one podcast within 195 countries to explore stories, history, and music from. I'm your host, Marie, and this week we are doing travel stories. So that means every other week I'll be interchanging between diving into a country or reading out your travel stories and talking about even mine. So this gives you more time to do more in-depth research on these countries and discover great content for you. So today is a new guest. You all have not met her. Her name is Meg, Megwin, Magumi. She's been my best friend for years. Hello. Hello. She's here. I'm here. Megwin is also my favorite. That's courtesy of our friend Irvin. Yeah, I like Megwin. Megwin, yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so how long have we been friends? Four years. Four like years. exactly four years. Wait, exactly? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a whole college. That's a whole college, yeah. People get a degree of like science for yeah. as long as our friendship has been. I know. <laughs> four years. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, October 15th is the friend anniversary for... That's when we all met in Venice that one day where we all met. And yeah, yeah, I would love to hear y'all's stories about your friendships and how they built and anything like that. Today, we're actually going to be diving into a story that we experienced together. Call it a ghost story. Call it another fate story. It was so strange. Mm -hmm. It's our Big Sur story. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you don't know what Big Sur is, look up a picture right now. Yes. It is absolutely beautiful. It is between LA and San Francisco and it is cliffy. LA is pretty flat and all of a sudden it suddenly gets cliffy. Mm -hmm. And you have the beautiful fields rolling into the redwood forest, rolling into these cliffs, rolling into massive waves crashing against rocks and moodiness and... Moody, yeah. That's the word (sighs) for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What color do you think it is? Red. Oh, what? Yeah. Why? Because everything about it is the elements in just their wildest state. Yes. I, I truly feels like you're finally in a wild place. If you ever go, to, go anywhere in California, I just mm-hmm. highly recommend somehow getting a car or something and going there. Mm-hmm. For me, the color is, uh, I, I feel like this sounds so basic, but dark, dark green. Mm-hmm. I know because there's trees. Yeah. Hopefully it's not that. For those of you at home, we always ask each other what a place or a moment in time Person, what anything. color it yeah. is when you close your eyes what color comes to mind yeah. oh man okay yeah. so to set the scene we had just gone on a beautiful hike mm-hmm. at Pfeiffer National Park we were walking in this beautiful redwood forest with this crystal clear creek with these colorful rocks and it was an Adam and Eve situation I mean like there's these beautiful rocks and I wanted them and there were signs throughout the park from little children's creepy handwriting that wrote, please don't take our rocks. Mm -hmm. But I was like, ah, fuck you. (laughs) I love it. I love my rocks. Fuck these kids. Fuck these kids. I was like, I gotta have this rock. So I took the rock. I didn't tell anyone. And so then head back to the town and we're going to go to Carmel, which is this beautiful little ritzy town, like about 45 minutes away, you think? Mm -hmm. And it's 45 minutes of windy roads. If you've seen a car commercial in America, you've seen Big Sur's roads. Mm -hmm. If you see a car winding down a cliff, that's, big sir mm-hmm. so yes we start to head back and yeah if you want to tell this part we're driving my car my outback subaru for the subi crew <laughs> give a peace sign she's <laughs> like rip uh-huh. and chris was driving and i was sitting in the passenger seat and i was kind of dozing off everyone in the back at the beginning of the ride we were all having a good time but then like we kind of started dozing off a bit and we came to the intersection at the very base of that long windy road where it starts to hit Carmel and Monterey and we're at a stop and suddenly my head's against the passenger window and someone knocks on my window 
And the chills that went through my body still to this day, like I haven't felt chills like that because who like, yeah, if you know this place that I'm talking about, it's like, where the fuck would a person come from? First of all, it's just fields next to me. And so I suddenly turn around and I look and I see this old woman. Her eyes are dead. Yeah, they're dead. And I roll down the window. I was like, hi. And this lady, she just has this monotone voice. And she says, your trunk's wide open and your stuff is all down the street, like from Big Sur. And everyone in the car kind of (laughs) woke up suddenly. And we just looked at each other and we're like, what? the fuck how did first of all how did no one notice that the trunk is white yeah, open? she has a, auto, a hasp, yeah a hasp she has hasp. a car that tells you when the trunk's open yeah and in the back seat you totally would have felt that breeze coming through <laughs> there's just so many factors that didn't add up and so we were all really frazzled for a sec and i looked back and the lady's gone and there's no ranger car behind us or anywhere in our vicinity because she was a ranger mm-hmm. and there was nowhere she could have possibly gone and i was like did i just see a ghost and it's weird because when people talk about their ghost experiences they know for sure like mm-hmm. you've had one you know mm-hmm. for sure my mom has had plenty yeah like we could do a whole yeah she's from japan that. so it's yeah. pretty haunted but i still to this i cannot say what it was like i don't yeah. have that confidence like no no that was a ghost like it's just that feeling of that wasn't right yeah like, it was just very strange and so yeah. anyway we i just remember the light turned green i was like chris you have to drive go And so he makes a very hard left turn. We have these huge bottles of liquor in the back because we always (laughs) shout out to Costco. Shout out to Costco. I think we had this like huge handle of tequila and some rum and, you know, we're alcoholics. It's fine. But they broke. It just gets more and more chaotic. So we pull over. We're all, we just woke up, first of all. And we're all very, very like dazed and confused. And we clean up the liquor as best as we can. We realize like all the stuff that's gone. I think most of it was your stuff. Yep. Because your was, stuff was closest I, to the door. I did not have my keys to my yes. house. I did yeah. not have my camera. Yeah. I did not. I have shit. So it was bad. We were freaking out. We were like, well, what the fuck do we do? Because I mean, that's a long ass drive to do over again. So, yeah. And so we we're like, okay, if we drive back up, that's another 45 minutes one way and then 45 minutes the other way. Yeah. Who knows if we'll find anything along the way so we're just like okay fuck i guess we just gotta do it we don't have a choice we were it was just one of those things that you just so don't want to do we were exhausted no one was happy to say the least and so chris we shut the trunk we clean up the alcohol it still really really smells like liquor in the car and we drive back up trunk closed this time so we're driving up and we get halfway up the mountain three quarters of the way we see nothing yeah absolutely no nothing. debris we're like there's no hope like what the yeah fuck? okay well yeah i guess i'll have to get new car keys new house keys new camera new clothes yeah it was just you had to start like thinking like that sometimes mm-hmm. when you're traveling and i have to accept yeah the bad yeah. you have to move on yeah yeah, yeah. The collateral damage and we get closer to pfeiffer where we were camping the night before and as we get to the entrance of the park, we see everything, literally everything that had yeah. fallen out of the trunk perfectly hung up yes. on the fence outside of the park. Yes. And to this day, I don't know who the fuck or what. I'm so confused. I, I I totally see humans being like, oh, this is someone's stuff. I'll put it against a fence. Yeah. But I think the main questions are what's going on with the trunk? How did we leave with the trunk open and not yeah. be warning us? If, if we were driving down the road and our trunk was open, I hope the person behind us be honking. Yeah. 
but no one honked us for 45 minutes saying, yeah. hey, your trunk is open. There's stuff flying out. There's no debris. Did you drive off so quickly that two bags just fell out? Honestly, that's probably what happened because it was Chris that drove. <laughs> so probably. Sorry for like, I just like yelled at the microphone. <laughs> it's like when she said that, I just like imagine Chris driving. Yeah. <laughs> I just broke character. Yeah. I can, so I can see that. Oh, wait, before I even get into this, when we got back, mm-hmm. I immediately since the I caused the problem for this whole shebango. And so I was like, I'm going to put this rock back. Uh-huh. So I walked back and I put the rock back and my OCD felt better. Mm-hmm. My Christian guilt conscious from childhood felt better. Everyone felt better. Because mm-hmm. I seriously think I caused that. Because these little children yeah. spent their time to write these little letters yeah. about these damn rocks. You know? Yeah, it was this little rock ghost. And here's another reason why I think this is a spiritual experience. Because I don't know if you've seen the show Dead to Me. Mm. But this girl, I don't, sorry if I'm spoiling stuff, but she believes she's cursed because her and her boyfriend took a rock from a national park. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. She not get, I mean, that could have been you. Yeah. Wait, that's actually crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. They mentioned it in the, in the, in the show when I was like, oh my God. Marie, that's literally you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like that. So I was like, oh my God, this isn't just something that's in my head. Like they wrote it in a show. Is that the show that's set around there too? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. But they took it from not that park. Okay. They took it from a desert and that only affirmed it. Nature is spiritual. If there's signs, just follow the signs. Mm-hmm. And if you, and it's more like if you feel how spiritual and how deep the energy is, don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. There's so many places so over touristy. They lose like no offense to the Grand Canyon, but you lose the sense of the Grand oh, Canyon yeah. mm-hmm. because it's become a Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So I feel like taking a rock there doesn't feel as serious. Yeah, but that's just a drop in the ocean, you know. Yes, yeah. but it sir, you can feel mm-hmm. Mother Earth, and yes. like I still don't understand how that woman. Let's say she happened to have the car behind us. There wasn't a ranger car behind us. Let's say she did. How in the hell did she pop out of the front seat, walk behind your car, get to the passenger seat? Because I remember you stopped. Mm -hmm. Right when you stopped, she was at the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're a ranger, you have lights. Why didn't you pull us over? Why didn't you have your lights on for 45 minutes? Mm -hmm. And the car behind us wasn't a ranger car. None of it adds up. Yeah. Literally none of it. And that's why I don't doubt Peace Folk's ghost story. Because it's like, if you weren't there, you have nothing to say. I don't know what that was. You can say, oh, ghost or not. Ah, yeah. I just highly recommend Vixer. I highly recommend to not take a rock. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's our little ghost story. Mm-hmm. I seriously love ghost stories. Please, please send them in. Mm-hmm. Especially if you travel ghost stories. And it's spooky season. Yeah. Because I haven't really experienced season. other travel ghost stories. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. There was one weird instance when I was in Austria. When I got there. Oh, again, the weird feeling. Mm-hmm. We get to Austria. We get to, my first time ever in Europe. And I'm not used to these hotels. They're very antique and beautiful and full of gold. And we get our room. My room is at the very, very, very end of a hallway, which obviously you've seen all the horror movies like The Shining. Like you don't want to be at the end of a hallway. And our door just happens to not have a number. And we had to ask and be like, is this, is this our room? And they're like, yes. And I was like, oh, okay. So we get in and I just got a weird feeling. I was like, oh, I feel a little bit icky. And it was fine. We had a good time, but it was strange. In the middle of the night, both the faucet and the bathtub turned on. <gasps> Ew! Mm-hmm. Oh, my the God. faucet in the bathtub. It's also makes it worse because it's a European apartment, so you're very close to everything. So that ghost was two feet from me. Uh-huh. <sighs> that it is like, so fucking for you. Especially like my told first night. Well, yeah. it was my first night in Austria or yeah. my, in Europe. Were like, you with someone in the yes, house? Okay. They, oh my god. Oh my god. If not, I would jump oh, out the dude. window. Uh, yeah, same. (laughs) 
I'd rather jump out the window. I don't even know who I was staying with. It was like one of those like t- tours where you're like, it's, you don't know who you're going with. Yeah. <laughs> and we were, me and her were both like yelling at each other. We're like, you turn it off. She's like, no, you turn it off. I'm like, bitch, turn it off. Like the water's still going. So the tension's building. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who turned it off. I, I wish I could be like, yeah, I turned it off. But I swear to God, I probably didn't. I probably was like crying. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a leaky faucet. Yeah. Have you had any when you're in Japan or anything? No, you know, every time I go to Japan, I think I expect it too much. Like yeah, I want it too yeah. much. I'm like that desperate hoe. Yeah, the ghosts are like rolling their eyes. Yeah, like, mm, they're like, mm, no, another bitch. tourist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's so my family is from a very, very ancient, old town. Very few people live there anymore. When I go back, I probably will never actually return to that town because no one lives there anymore. Oh, what? It's becoming actually a ghost town. Yeah, no, it's called Kamabuchi. It's in the Yamagacha prefecture of Japan. It's very far up north, but no one in the family lives in that house anymore. It's because the industry is moving to the city. What's going on? Well, that, but also it's just all the young people have left. It's just one of those towns. And it is so beautiful and i can't even find it when i google it because it's that (gasps) tiny my memories of it are so pure and beautiful but also i just remember like my uncles there loved to mess with me when i was a little kid (laughs) because i was such a little scary cat i love scary things until i'm there during halloween i will hype up going to a haunted house and then i get there and i'm like (gasps) fuck what i do (laughs) but that was me in japan too and so my uncle would be like do you want me to lock you in the attic (gasps) shut up no, and I'd be like, yeah, no, back. And then he did it, and I was like, oh my God, what just happened? Like, it's just that feeling of, like, nothing ever happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, like, if you have ever seen Totoro, yes. and you know how, like, May mm-hmm. has that sense, you know, of. But like, can you explain to Totoro real quick to people? Yeah. So, the Studio Ghibli Miyazaki film Totoro is about these two sisters named May and I think Satsumi who move into a new house with their father. And it's in a very similar part of Japan, actually. Very countryside, very, very rural, in the middle of the woods. And these two girls, they start seeing these forest creatures at mm-hmm. night. and Or actually, no, it's during the day when the little girl first sees them. And because the older sister is a little more jaded at this point, she doesn't see them right away either. But May is like, no, I swear to God, there's little Totoro's living in the forest. And there's fucking cute little woodland creatures i think miyazaki said they were in his head they were a mix of cats rabbits and like mice maybe i don't know but they're just cutest little creatures they and are they're really, round they're and really cute yeah but anyway these creatures are the forest spirits and they're just very very nice spirits and i think the actual story of totoro is much much grimmer but they just kind of you know so it was cute, it had, a, it over. had an older story before. Yes, yeah, um, and that's something that I'll I should look up again because yeah. I remember Irvin telling me about this. Irvin is our friend who yes. is he's not Asian at all, but he's, he's an honorary. Like, Asian. He's an honorary Asian. Sometimes he I literally knows, like think he's Asian. Yeah, like well, sometimes I would yeah. picture him like, oh yeah, he's Asian. I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, he just loves Asia, and it's awesome because yeah. uh, I learn a lot through him. But yeah, no, watch Totoro and Spirited Away. Yes. Murray hates Spirited Away. Okay, I have a weird thing about cartoons. There's nothing wrong with Spirited Away if you're not absolutely just... It's it's scary. It's the way it's animated. It's like Alice in Wonderland on uh, yeah, LSD. I, yeah, it's real. LSD. If you like that kind of stuff, you're going to love Spirited Away. The culture of it, it is important. I definitely would love to do a Studio Ghibli like episode when I get closer to doing a Japanese episode. Absolutely. Let's and do And you're obviously going to be yeah. on that. It's really important and the music is beautiful and... Yeah, he's won so many awards. And I completely interrupted you. I'm so sorry. I just wanted to explain 
what that was because you're talking about like Totoro and like your is your grandfather locking you in the attic? My uncle. I wanted I wanted to be locked in the attic though. He's not an abuser. Don't yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I just love a good rush. Yes. And three year old me just wanted to be locked in an attic in the middle of rural Japan. There's just much to cover this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. What are you excited to learn about? Like, is there a certain country or culture? I mean, I'm excited for all of it. I'm definitely excited for the ones that I really know nothing about, mm-hmm. you know? The me too. That's my favorites. Yeah. And I was saying to Meg earlier, I think the most challenging ones are the ones that are the countries everyone knows. Yes. Like the, the histories that you are just beaten over the head over. Yeah. Let's talk about the people who are unsung heroes, unsung just stories. Like so many lives have been on this earth that have not been talked about. Yeah. Like good and bad. There's so much to talk about. But again, at the end of each episode, I want to read out one of the stories that y'all have sent in. So thank you for sending them in at culturecultshow.com. Uh, so this one is from our friend. It's short and sweet, but it sounds like hell. It goes, while in Orlando, I decided to spend a day at Disney World. A few hours into the day, a heavy Florida storm hits and the park goes into lockdown. And this is also during COVID. So it was actually a lockdown. <laughs> I'm sure they had to wear masks and stuff. And we are all forced to hunker down in the nearest shelter to me. I happened to be walking by the country bear jamboree when the sirens start. We are not allowed to leave until the storm is over. I see this show 17 times in a row. I no longer fear death and look forward to treating him like an old friend when my time comes. I'm sorry. That fucking kills me. What is the country bear jamboree? Okay. I think I know what he's talking about, but I think I'm making my own memory. I'm imagining it's like something from like 1950s, mm. like the Peter Pan. Right? Imagine being that, but like like the Duloc people in Shrek when they yes. enter. It's kind of like that. Oh, imagine yeah, like yeah. a bunch of like old little robotic things that are like, <laughs> you know, and it's like 17 times. And Nick, oh, I said his name. Nick, Nick is a very cartoonish person to me, uh-huh. so I feel like it's a perfect place for him to be because these <laughs> cartoons are yelling at him. His soul is stuck in there. His soul is stuck. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, what ride would you and me lock down in Disney? Oh, okay. So I can only picture Disneyland in Anaheim. Yeah, I don't know what's um, going on in Orlando. Sorry. Oh, probably pirates. It's because to me that ride is very calming. Maybe the Peter Pan one. That was pretty. It was really pretty. And simple. Yeah. And I know what could, I was like five feet above the ground so I could just walk out. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they're in a bedroom in England and it's midnight. Yeah. yeah. Probably that one. Yeah. You feel like you're in a Macy's display during Christmas. That's literally what <laughs> yeah. I felt like. I felt oh, like one yeah, of the puppies. Oh, yeah. That is so true. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love those. Okay. I'm going to yeah. choose the one, the movie that's now banned. I grew up on Song of the South. Mm-hmm. Um Sorry if you have opinions on it. I did grow up on it and I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Splash Mountain. I I think I'd go to Splash Mountain because yeah. I genuinely love the ride up to that because it's all the characters I grew up with. Like, I don't remember the ride up to the drop. You wouldn't remember unless you watched the movie. It's not that important. It's cozy and there's little yeah. cricket sounds and mm-hmm. I would probably do that one. Yeah. Like, but this sounds like hell. And it's comically <laughs> ridiculous. Nick, he's one of those people that thinks this life is a simulation. <laughs> and so that would be like, well, here you go, bitch. Here's an actual simulation. <laughs> also, like, is he alone? Like, are there other people in there? Are they like all silence? Like, is the tension building? Right. <laughs> you know, so many questions. It's a short story, but there's so much going on. Also, it's just rain, Nick. You can move. Does he not realize that? <laughs> Well, it started pouring before when I was at Disneyland, which is weirder. That is weird. And you, you that's California, where you want. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're not stuck now. <laughs> but if he's the only one, he's like, when can I come out? They're like, bro, what? Like, you wouldn't have to be there the whole time. All the confines are in your own mind. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the kind of stories I like. I mean, they're just, I, I, I love that. 
it sounds awful <laughs> yeah and it's very unique it is very unique and <laughs> now he will never go to country bear jamboree yeah. or maybe florida Just, yeah florida <laughs> he's banned <laughs> yes um send me your stuff your travel emails to culture cult show at gmail.com i literally love this kind of stuff i kind of phased this off of my i'm gonna shout uh, my favorite murder it's an amazing podcast and i loved how they do this with homestyle stories about murders and i was like okay let's not do murders but let's do something fun like traveling mm-hmm. so send me your travel emails definitely check out the podcast playlist and thank you meg thanks for thanks having for coming me this on. was so much fun i know i know and we're gonna have lots of more meg win and magumis yeah. but yeah check out our instagram culture cult show and see what country and story we're landing on next and what guests we're gonna have next and see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Smart listener. <laughs> <laughs> Smart listener. <laughs>